in the endless reaches of the universe there once existed a planet known as Krypton, a planet that burned like a green star in the distant heavens. One of the planet's leading scientists, sensing the approach of doom, placed his infant son in a small rocket ship and sent it hurtling in the direction of Earth just as Krypton exploded. Because of the amazing powers that this child possessed, he grew up to become what mankind knew only as Superman. Superman was believed to be the sole survivor of Krypton's destruction, but what many don't know is that two others recently made it to Earth. Lacking the superhuman abilities of their predecessors, they have taken it upon themselves to educate, entertain, and maybe even annoy humanity instead. They may not be faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, and able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. But they are... Ben and Mickey! Correct. Ben and Mickey... <laughs> Here. We have played the right intro. Phew, that was a close one. <laughs> we were one. on the edges of our seat like, oh, who's it going to be? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure every week people are like, oh, is it Ben and Vicky? I was preparing my disappointment face. Why? Yeah, I don't know, just like, you know, you're like um, pleased to have been nominated face, but pleased for whoever won. Oh, I was okay. getting it ready. So, so it's you like, felt like you just lost the Academy Award in you were preparing your... Well, just in case like someone else quickly ran in and hosted the show, I would have been like, oh, that's terrific. I'm so glad that you are <laughs> I mean, I don't know why you would show. anticipate that. It hasn't happened yet. No, but I like to make sure I think of the most negative thing that can happen in any situation <laughs> and prepare for it. Oh, phew. Speaking of which, I can barely talk today. It's going to be a very interesting show. You had your uh, birthday celebrations on Friday. Is I this did. A related incident? No, that's what's annoying. I actually pulled up extremely well from the two parties I attended this weekend. I just took a tablet this morning. <laughs> like, yeah. Like medication, like the field of medicine is the reason why I'm injured. That seems to be the opposite effect. I know. I have a meta injury. Wow. I know. <laughs> An injury caused by another injury, like another illness. You're like one of those uh, robots who can't deal with paradoxes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, I've got to uh, get over my hangover. I'll just take this. Oh, no, I'm dying. Yeah, pretty much. But it wasn't even for my hangover anyway. Oh, it's just like burned my entire esophagus. I feel what, like I did, took an acid pill. Did it get stuck in your throat or something? No, it, it went down smoothly and yet just burned everything on the way down. What, do you, what medicine is this that, <laughs> that is killing your insides? Yeah, I don't know. Sertraline, stay away. All right, well, I'm not familiar with sertraline, but <laughs> if I ever see it on the shelf, I'll be like, wait a minute. <laughs> Good thing the prop is here to warn me. I know, that's right, against taking this. Oh, it really hurts. I can, like, barely talk. Well, There's so much acid in my body right now. I feel this will be an exciting episode if Nikki kills over mid-show. I've been brainstorming base foods to undo this, <laughs> but I had a coffee on the way here which has milk in it. But it sounds like you have to have something that will coat just the inside of your esophagus. Yes. So, I don't know, like honey or something that's going to just like slowly drift its way down and cancel out. Well, any, uh, your girlfriend nearly died, your ex-girlfriend, sorry, in a honey-related accident. I don't know about this. I think it was your ex-girlfriend. I thought this is why you guys were still together. What, because I felt so bad for her. I had to stick around until she got over her honey phobia. No, I thought that you don't remember this. No. She was like eating honey from someone got a chai latte okay. and so you get honey with it to sweeten it mm. and she was just eating it and um, someone made her laugh and it coated like the inside of her throat and she nearly choked to death. She couldn't breathe because yeah. it was like Co her Like it had throat. closed off her throat. Wow. No, I, <laughs> but why does that make you think that I would have to stick with her? I didn't say that. I thought you said that's why you guys were together. No, I thought I said while you guys oh, were together, okay. not why. <laughs> 
No, I, I couldn't tell if you felt like I uh, had to be around to protect her or something no, or nurse or her like through the injury. Your arch enemy is Honey, so a girlfriend who. Oh, I really can't talk. <laughs> this really hurts. Oh. My gosh, oh. My arch nemesis is like the beekeeper or something. Yeah, exactly. So you're like, good, a woman who hates honey, she'll never leave me for the beekeeper. Oh, I see. Yeah, he's kept uh, stealing all my (laughs) ex-girlfriends. He's got a a harem, if you will. Did I tell you that I was um, chatted up last night by a... A bee, a giant human bee. A giant bee. human was, bee. No, I was, was Bumblebee at- Man from Simpsons <laughs> that was cracking on the Vicky. I couldn't tell. It was in Spanish. He might have just been talking. And he said Dios mío a lot. So. <laughs> no, I was at a bug party, though. There was many sexy bees. I don't know when the Wait, bee became ske- sexy. <laughs> a bug party? Yes. Is this like a dress-up party where you have to... No, I was at a party with bugs. Yeah. I'm <laughs> like, so alone. <laughs> what up, uh, snail? How's it going? I know. Cuttle- what, is, what am I? Cockroaches? Uh, are you going with cuttlefish? Yeah, for some reason. I'm like, that's not a bug. <laughs> that is not a bug at all. I'm going to a cuttlefish party is why oh, I thought okay. about it. Yeah. yeah, it is easily mixed up. The cuttlefish slash bug divide so is what, small. What were you dressed up as? A sexy uh, ant or something? I was a bee. Had a bee hat on. Oh, so you were actually a giant bee. Yes. That is quite a weird coincidence. Yeah, I know. That's why I was like, funny you should mention that. But no. Now uh, that we're talking about giant bees, I've got the perfect segue for the story. <laughs> Just hit my face on the mic. Wow, this ant acid is not doing pretty well. Oh, it's really painful. I really can barely talk. I don't know how we're going to make it through this show, honestly. <laughs> if only it was an interpretive dance show, I could show you how much this hurts. You did choose the one medium that relies on you. I know. Uh, using Foolishness. Your if only we could use blink stories. <laughs> Anyway, so, so welcome did, to did, the prop show. Wait, you didn't finish that thought. Who chatted you up at this party? Oh, a firefighter. Oh, okay. After my recent foray into going on one date with a police officer. That doesn't sound like a very insect related. No, he was an actual firefighter. Oh, dressed as a giant bee? Yes, uh, just as a bug of some description. Mm. I can't remember. Okay. Possibly a ninja turtle, which is confusing. Yeah, right. He just happened to have a ninja turtle costume. He was like, oh, that's close enough. <laughs> Probably. Mm. But I just felt like... After dating the police officer and now a fireman, am I trying to collect the village people? <laughs> or just go through every uh, emergency service operator. <laughs> you're like, next you'll get an ambulance member or a uh, Indian. We'll have to uh, see. Yeah, which... I know. That's what I was thinking. Like, I'm very excited to see what way it's going to go to know who it is that's being sent my way. Well, we once did a uh, PSA for the arseless chaps. Oh. You were like could just find a obsessed insane ramblings fan and uh, add that one to the village people collection of I would love the to Leather date Man. an obsessed insane ramblings fan. Well, we're at your uh... we would have my favorite thing in common talking about me. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, at your uh, your party on Friday night there was a couple of people that expressed their love for the show really? towards me. Mm. Why do they express it towards me? Well, uh, obviously they were too intimidated by your hilarity that Obviously, they, they didn't I'm want so to amusing that yeah. people stay away from me. Exactly. So, uh, but that was cool. So, uh, thanks everyone that listens or listened in the past. And if you're listening right now, you can text in on 0427 767 767. Or 0427 SMS SMS. Or you can go to uh, sin.org.au and SMS in for free from there. And you'll, you'll be part of the show. And today's musical theme is mashups. It is indeed. I, will, I think that's an appropriate time to go to one right now. That's right. We have mashed up our talking with this song. Oh, well. Yeah. That's like a double mashup. What up? So uh, this is CC Peniston featuring the Dandy Warhol. The segue is the verbal mashup. And since we have so few. <laughs> yeah, it's segues, any, any mashup is a bonus on this. Yeah, show. that's right. So yeah. we thought we'd just give you a few mashups to make up for the fact that we never um, actually 
Segway? Segway. I can't talk. You're ruining our our previous giant B to giant B crossover. I know, right? Oh, I really can't talk. This is is not great. Well, Vicky's got about three and a half minutes to regain her composure and you guys can enjoy my finally physical composure. Like it's not like I'm mentally falling apart. It's like I have to actually recompose the molecules of my body. Do you think you can do that in three level. and a half minutes? <sighs> I usually take four and about 50 seconds, but I'll see if I can cut it down. All right. Well, maybe a couple of uh, seconds into the next segment, Vicky will be okay. <laughs> and now it's time for more Tales. From Cambodia. <laughs> what are you going to have next week? How are you going to top that? I think this might be our last tales of Cambodia. Really? So the uh, Do you want to guess what that was? It, the elephant got a bit overzealous. That this wasn't week. an elephant. <laughs> well, it may have been. Um. It sounded like a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Oh, not bad. It was an elephant and a T-Rex. Oh, I thought so, Together yeah. Together at last. <laughs> I feel like we could the make... The old telephant. <laughs> I feel like we could make some kind of a Milo and Otis best friends forever movie out of <laughs> that combination. But uh, yeah, I, I feel like I don't need to top it anymore because I'm running out of tales from Cambodia. Oh, really? So this shall be the journey home. Oh, unless, wow. Unless next week I think of something. But well, I feel like we didn't spend long in Cambodia. There was maybe two, One story. two stories from actually Cambodia. <laughs> the rest were all getting there and uh, the journey home. But, uh, yes, we uh, we party hard on the last night, specifically my sister. Oh, okay. We were all feeling like a little sick just after, you know, a week of eating Had you all just taken a tablet? <laughs> yeah, probably. That might have been our downfall. We oh, uh, had some killer. weird medication. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, you're in a foreign country. Who knows what's in the water or your stomach isn't used to eating the diet that's over there. And my sister is one to be quite experimental when it comes for other cultures' food. <laughs> I'm like, where's the closest fast food restaurant? That is so true. I can't tell you how much. Ben only eats three things. I've noticed <laughs> this in Japan. All right. He eats pasta. Yep. He eats cheese. In various forms. Yeah. Or? And, like, potatoes. That sounds like a pretty good diet. Yeah, you I know. That is your that. entire diet. And then there's like some bits of meat thrown in there. I don't know how you poo. I, I don't. It's quite I amazing like You've that. been plugged up for years. No, it just disintegrates. I use 100% of the uh, material that goes into my body. <laughs> I have an extremely efficient gastrointestinal system. Exactly. I thought you just swallowed rocks and it like ground it down or oh, something. Oh, like a, a cow. <laughs> I've got a second stomach to do that for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like um, Doctor Who has two hearts. So if one fails him, the other one is Does still going. Does Doctor Who have two hearts? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, uh, I've got two stomachs, much like a cow. <laughs> if I uh, if I ever need to digest something, which I, d- I imagine you frequently do. Yeah, but if it if it's not hundred percent digested, I'm like, well, backup stomachs here. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah. The one I filled with rocks earlier. It saves me from ever going to the bathroom, which is quite useful. That is very efficient. Mm. If, if uh, anyone wants to know. Uh, how to do this, I propose you go to my website, benstwostomachs.com. <laughs> you can buy my audio book right there. Ugh. It's just a lot of sounds of me gargling and digesting. Speaking of which, the other day I was listening to Fox FM. Okay. And I was listening to Fifi and Jules. They were playing Fifi taking Jules's daughter, I think, to the bathroom. 
taking I'm, her. It sounded like before, you, you know, you had a uh, I'm dying pause there. Yeah, I know. It's just this like, is really painful. It's, it's like they were doing that new segment where Fifi abducts Jules's daughter. Yeah, taking Jules's daughter yeah. to the bathroom. And they played the poo sound. What, they her actual poop or was it a sound effect? No, her her actual poop. And you I were heard like, it on radio. I was gagging in the car. <laughs> didn't I was make like, for the best afternoon uh, radio. Oh, it was disgusting. I was like, you could have edited that out. The whole clip wasn't that great. But hearing a child poo on the radio, I was like, that's disgusting. Well, they've got four days a week to uh, to fill. They were straining and pooing. I feel sounds. like if we got to, what, th- two, three years on radio, that's what we'd have to resort to as well. Like, we've well, got to like, fill time. Out, Where's a small child? Yeah, seriously. Oh, it was so disgusting. I was like, I really don't need to hear this. Anyway. <laughs> well, uh, it's all right. And this story doesn't involve poo sound effects, if that's what Thank you're goodness. But uh, we, yeah, so we, we were uh, celebrating on the last night and uh, going out for a few drinks. And apparently my sister had a few street kebabs or whatever <laughs> you want to call it, meat on a stick, yes. whatever. Uh, they claim it's meat. You never know in Cambodia. So I already had a bit of a cold and wasn't feeling so great. Most of the rest of my family. You get sick so easily considering your diet. It's because... You never eat vegetables. No, I'm in You've this... Never, you don't know what a vegetable is. Well, that might have something to do with it. <laughs> but I'm also in my Melbourne bubble. So as soon as I leave the house... You become a bubble. Then it's like, uh, senses that I'm not used to. Oh, gross. They're slowly uh, infecting my system. <laughs> You're the boy in the bubble. Except yeah. your bubble is an entire city. It's exactly. Which... So do you get sick if you go to, like, Aubrey? I haven't tried, but probably. I have one vomit every time on the way to Sydney. What, like, is it a ritual? It is. I don't know why, but every time we drive to Sydney, I vomit at least once. <laughs> there must be, like, a particularly rickety piece of road. It's not you're like, all right, we're uh, at the 300-kilometre mark. i got to pull over and no, puke. Like, no, I'm not like, well, stick my fingers down my throat because yeah, you can't, yeah, I haven't vomited it's not a trip so to Sydney if I haven't vomited. No, it's usually around Goulburn, though. How many times has this happened? Every time. Pretty is, much every time. When you're driving, though... Not, have you ever flown to Sydney and this is... No, it didn't happen when I flew. Because that seems like I would probably be, prefer to pay the, I don't know, $70 or so to just get to a fly. My dad is afraid of flying. Up. Rodney won't fly. I would just need him there, to be honest. I have done that before, but it's a bit cruel to make him do a 15-hour drive by himself. Well, he's the one that's got this fear. That's right. You've got your own hassles to deal with. It's like, well, you're afraid of flying. I don't want to throw up. I'll just see you on the other side. (laughs) Each man for himself. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, we were all uh, feeling a bit under the weather and we had an early morning flight the next day. I really can't imagine what that would be like. (laughs) It wasn't great. What is being sick and in pain like, Ben? Well, as you would know, being so healthy, (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know how to describe it to you, but it's it's not great. I'm seriously, I don't think I can make it through the show. This is so painful. At least this is your last words. Have you got anything that you would like to donate to me in your will? I just bought Arrested Development Season 1 from the op shop for $5. I've already got that, so what else have you got on offer? I don't know, not much, to Mm. be honest. You've still got my Season 2 DVDs. Oh, yeah, so do you want me to will that back to you? That would be nice, I guess. (laughs) I'm not sure. I don't have much of work, Yeah, this isn't really working out in my favour. I'll be down a co-host and up in a DVD box set that I've already got. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, we're jumping on the airplane and we're all uh, feeling a bit sick. In our row... It's my sister's boyfriend, my sister in the middle, and then me on the other side of her. Yeah. And, you know, she's curled up in a ball, but I feel like she's over-dramatizing it a little bit. (laughs) We're all sick. Don't be such a baby. And uh, she's okay, but we have to have a stopover in Ho Chi Minh on the way home. 
Yep. And so uh, just as we start descending, you know, the air pressure in the cavern changes and that didn't help. My cold was like turning into like a major headache because my system was already blocked up. And she... What? If the headache had a voice, what would it have sounded like? It would just been like someone punching my head probably. <laughs> okay. Because yeah. I had a headache the other day and I was like, hey... Hey, I'm a headache. This is someone like really, really inside of your head and annoying. Hi, I'm in the back of your head <laughs> and it's painful. Hey, I'm a headache. You know that kind of headache? Is this um, your headache talking or your split personality? <laughs> no, that's my headache talking. You know the one that's like kind of in the back of your head and it sort of like just drags itself out? I'm a guy. I don't tend to get that many headaches. It seems this is like really a chick thing. To get headaches? Yeah. Text in, listeners. (laughs) If you're a man who gets headaches. If you're a guy and you can vouch that, like, for most of your life, you haven't had a headache, except for, like, in my my situation. If you're in the extreme situation of having a head cold and being in a descending airplane where the air pressure is getting to you, that's about the only time it happens. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the male body doesn't have so many... Sensitivities or something? No. Like, I've talked to other guys and girls about this, and they tend to back me up. Because I would say... I don't know. I've got to think about this now. Maybe once a week and on an average? Yeah, I don't know. That's like I, maybe like once a year for me. Or wow. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Really? My head is great. Yeah. There's just lots of other weird stuff going Men on. Men should greet each other that way. How's your head? How's Good, your thanks. head? Obviously, it's awesome. What, well, why would you even bother asking? Yeah, that's a pointless question. Why don't we say normal? What do you mean? How are you? Normal? Oh, uh, well, that's. I guess that sounds kind of weird, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> like... Who's that? Sounds like you're judging yourself. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because How like, are you fitting into society? Yeah. If an insane person was asked that question, they'll probably still say normal. No, they should say mentally ill. I don't think that's a lot of people are going to admit that though. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we're on the plane and it's uh, going down. She leans over to grab the sick bag. Yes. I don't know why. On, I think it was Jetstar. For some reason, they're trying to make it as difficult as possible to get into the sit bag. You would think they would want the opposite. No, yeah. But there's a sealed tab that you have to rip open. Oh, right. I'm like, surely if you've got to throw up, you probably don't have that much warning. And so you don't want to have to go through the hassle of in your dying state yeah, trying to Yeah, why is it childproof? What are they concerned about? Yeah, people are going to accidentally have a, a free bag or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. So she rips this open in preparation, which was a bit thankful and... I'm just like, again, like, all right, whatever, you're overreacting. Then but that's just, your reaction to everything. Well, I, I don't know, maybe this is because I'm a guy. I just we, feel like you. I would have to come on home mm. with my limb spurting blood like Monty Python before you admitted I should see the doctor. Well, it's one of those things where the, the doctor's another topic of conversation. We'll but, get to the doctor after this. But I don't. I'm not one to go to the doctor ever. We'll leave. We'll table that for after the next song. All right. But all right, get to the end of Tales from Cambodia. So uh, she starts looking pale. Yes. And I'm like, oh, maybe there is something going on here. Oh, finally. <laughs> ben admits a problem. And she's like, I'm going to, uh, I feel like I'm going to pass out. And so I'm like, well, okay, you're going to puke or pass out, pick one. She didn't pick one. She picked both. <laughs> That's not how it works. You her, don't pick one. Her body picked both involuntarily, <laughs> which... I was uh, a little freaked out by this point. So her boyfriend grabs the bag and she's like already got it in front of her face, but she goes limp because she's unconscious. Yeah. And so he holds the bag. I hold her head to maintain her mouth is over the bag. Yes. 
and then I grab another arm and I'm kind of we're like a puppet master <laughs> so I'm like propping her head and this he's like weekend at Bernie's it was very much like that weekend at Kirsty's on the airplane <laughs> and so yeah I'm aiming her head over the bag she's unconscious and he's holding the bag and we're both like holding her up and she starts throwing up into the bag while she's unconscious and we're like, all right, well, <laughs> what do we do? We're just kind of like all the air hostesses are already strapped into their seats. So it's <laughs> like you can't get anyone to help you or bring anything over. We just got to hope this works out all right. And then she starts convulsing. Oh, my gosh. And so she's throwing up. She's pale white. She's unconscious. And now she's shaking. It was like she was having an exorcism in the middle of this flight. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And so we just have to keep, you know, maintaining. There's nothing much we can do, really. And eventually she stops throwing up and... I think she started convulsing about three times until she finally regained consciousness. So you can see her thought process because I'm, like, watching her face. First of all, she wakes up and she's like, well, what just happened? Did I just pass out? Then her next realisation is obviously, wait, why is there a bag of puke in front of my face? <laughs> wait, did I just throw up? And then she uh, looks at me and, like, her arms all sweaty and everything. I was, like, sh- holding her uh, arm, like, kind of stroking her to calm her down and she was... Like later told me that her thought process is like, wait, why is my brother striking my hand? Because surely if anyone was going to be, it would be a boyfriend on the other <laughs> side. And so I'm like, okay, yeah, you're pretty sick. I believe you at this point. <laughs> and, uh, Finally. <laughs> yeah, so we got to the, uh, the airport. But mind you, this is only a stopover. Oh, my gosh. And so we still had another two more takeoffs and two more landings to go. And so it was like, well... How many more times do we have to go through this? <laughs> and so for the next like, leg, it was also about a 10-hour flight as well. So that was quite the experience. And it was one of those things where luckily that was the worst of it. But every time... I you was, should hope so. Like uh, beyond that, surely is death. But we didn't know. Like she, we could have to go through the exact same circumstances again. And but what I'm trying to say is, it can't surely get that much worse before she just died, well, and then you've no longer got a problem. I feel lucky that me and her boyfriend had good aim with the puke because I could see that. As, I am rather impressed. Yeah, I could see that as becoming a big issue if she misses the bag, or I guess we do. Did I tell you about the time I woke up from getting extremely drunk? With a Asahi glass next to me filled with vomit and none on the floor and none on me. No. So either someone had snuck into my room and left a glass of vomit next to me yeah. or I had the perfect aim. You didn't remember throwing up or you couldn't taste vomit in your mouth? Nah. It seems like that can't be yours if you can't taste it. Well, I might have brushed my teeth because I like- often do the drunk shower brush my teeth. Really? Yes. And you just don't remember it? No, I can't remember what happened at all. See, I never, like, people often talk about that blackout drunk. Yeah. And even in the times that I've been the most drunk in my whole life, I can still remember quite vividly. Like, I've See, never got that where I do actions that I don't after remember. after I go to bed, mm. then I can often get up and do stuff that I don't remember. So I'm also, like, half asleep. Yeah, right. So it's a combination of the alcohol and the tiredness. Or yeah. Something. Well, like, you know, when you wake up during the night and do something, someone will be like, oh, yeah, like I heard you go to the bathroom and you're like, oh, really? I still remember going to the bathroom. I'd be more surprised at them hearing me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I thought you were asleep. I was stealth peeing. <laughs> I put a silencer on the end. <laughs> yeah. I, I was recording drops for my radio show. <laughs> Fifi and Jules needed those sound Yeah, I was going to say, if, was, if this was Fifi and Jules, we'd have a clip of Kirsty vomiting into <laughs> yeah, that bag. Yeah, no, I, I had to hold her with both hands so I couldn't record the uh, incident. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we 
we make it to Melbourne, thankfully, yes. without too many more incidents. But the whole trip, like, I'm not very good at sleeping on a plane. Oh. And this was a nighttime flight by that time. And so I would drift off for, like, 90% asleep, which is about as good as I'm going to get on a plane. And every time that I would be in that state, maybe happen, like, two or three times, she would, like, nudge me to get me out of the way or to... Uh, uh, to get a blanket or, you know, some ice or something. And I have to, like, even though I'm sick, I still have to be like, you're sicker, <laughs> so I'm taking care of you now. Yeah, so luckily we uh, made it home and we're all half dead, but it, she was like three quarters dead, so we were like, all right, well, we'll nurse you back to health. And she had a music performance to do that afternoon. It was like an audition. Yeah, I heard about that, a Skype audition. Yeah, so it was over Skype. And so basically she came home, slept for six hours and then aced the audition. <laughs> so I thought that was a pretty uh, successful, you know, recovery. Someone texted in, don't forget the quarantine. Oh, yeah. We also were put into quarantine for about three seconds. So because when, of her? Yeah. Well, like, when we got to Melbourne uh, Airport, they make the announcement over the PA system Yeah. on the plane still. And, you know, usually they're like, you can turn off the uh, seatbelt sign and grab your stuff. And then everyone impatiently grabs their bags. And they didn't do that. They said, like, stay seated. And they got, like, a quarantine person because she was so sick that we had to basically wait for someone to come check her out. Oh, my gosh. And she was looking pretty bad. And I'm like, all right, they're here. Look as healthy as you possibly can. (laughs) Because after this, like, 15-hour flight, I don't want to be trapped in a smaller bubble. I need my Melbourne-sized bubble, not not the uh, quarantine-sized bubble at the Melbourne airport. And so luckily they... uh, kind of checked her out and it seemed like she was well enough to, you know, not being uh, accused of spreading some weird Cambodian virus. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was quite the uh, traumatic flight home, much like our 14-hour delay on the way over. It was quite eventful. <laughs> Sounds like the worst holiday ever. Well, we got some stories out of it for our radio show <laughs> and isn't that what this whole trip was our about? Our whole life is about. <laughs> oh, I need to take a break. So coming up is now Call Me a Hole, which is a Nine Inch Nails and Carly Rae Jepsen mashup. And when we get back, we will talk about to what point Ben will have to get before he'll see a doctor. I probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> It says the final Teen Spirit mashup. Ah. So. Well, if I make another mashup, what's mm. going to happen? Well, it depends whether or not it's got Teen Spirit in it or not. Mm. Hopefully, you won't try and top that one because the title of the song is already suggesting that you can't. No, it's just saying I can't make one after this, which I reckon I probably technically could. <laughs> but anyway. Well, so, you can you can take it up with Wax Audio, apparently. I will, Wax mm. Audio. Watch out. I'm coming for you. <laughs> It'll be a wax off. Yeah, sure. <laughs> anyway, we were uh, discussing before the songs that going to the doctors is, well, what uh, what would it require for me to go to the doctor? Yes. And so my argument is, what, what are they going to do? If I have like a cut or something like that, or if I'm sick, they'll probably just say, all right, put a Band-Aid on it or take <laughs> this medicine and... Go back home. I feel like you've got the ye oldie version of the doctor. She'll give me some ether and I'll go right to bed. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'll just take my laudanum and sleep. Yeah, well, what's wrong with that? (laughs) If I I had easy access to a doctor, like if I could uh, just knock on the door next door 
and he'd be like, oh, yeah, here's your medication, then that's cool. I'd maybe consider that. But the whole process is like, well, you have to sit in the waiting room for half an hour. You have to book an appointment half the time. You can't even get an appointment. There's, you know, the sick driving to and from the doctors, which when you're feeling ill, you don't want to have to do that anyway. So it's a whole, like, uh, maybe an hour and a half at least out of your day when you're already feeling like you don't want to do anything. Yeah, but you heckle me for going to the doctor. No, I'm just claiming that a lot of the time it's not worth it. You always heckle me. I'm like, I've got to go to the doctor, and you're like, you're fine. Well, what are they going to do? I don't know. Give me tablets that burn my esophagus. Yeah, exactly. It seems (laughs) like they're working backwards. (laughs) That's true. I don't know. I just go when I'm sick and when they tell me to go. Well, that's that's what I'm annoyed by by, uh, work. If you take, at least at my office, if you take two days off in a row, you have to get a notice from the doctor to say that you've been sick. Yes. And I'm doing this for my office's benefit. I don't want to infect them, right? Yes. But by, I do. But by making... Heavily want to infect them. Well, I'll, I'll leave that up to you. You can uh, make that decision <laughs> on your own. I'm not trying to cause some biological warfare in my office just yet. But <laughs> if I am given that choice where it's like, well... You can go to work and slowly die or you can take the day off, but you have to go through this routine of getting a doctor's appointment and getting a note. And all You would rather stuff. slowly die. I, like, I've made that choice before. To it, slowly die? Because it's, well, like, and infect my co-workers just because it's like, well, I can't get an appointment. If I don't rock up with this, uh, this piece of paper, what are they going to do? So it's like, well, I guess I'll just have to go into work today and this is your fault that you're going to get Well, well done you. You've poisoned everyone. (laughs) Exactly. So I'm just saying that if unless it's like a vital injury, like, I don't know, if I lose a hand, then I could probably go to the hospital. If it's something as... So you feel the GP rarely has a place in your life. Yeah. You're either heading to the hospital or dying. Exactly. If it's so important that I need medical assistance right now... Yes, that hospital it is. Otherwise, I'll probably actually be dying. Like, Have you ever fainted? Uh, maybe about twice in my life, I think. Really? Yeah. Maybe I, that's a girl thing. How many times have you fainted? Oh, like uncountable. When I was in junior school, we did this thing where we were dissecting cow's hearts. <laughs> and so I was doing pretty well. And it well. all became too much for you. Yeah, I think I was in about You realised it was your cow. Bessie! Yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> I'd know this heart anywhere! <laughs> it was my... Uh, the, the one I got my second stomach from. <laughs> we had to uh, do that. And I was doing quite well. And then all of a sudden, like after about 20 minutes of already cutting off a cow's heart, I just like, you know, got so uh, dizzy that I fainted. And then another time I came home after a long flight, I think it was, and I was yep. just really jet lagged. And then I did that thing where I got up too quickly. Oh, okay. And so I staggered to my uh, door frame to kind of hold on. And then next thing I know, I'm waking waking up on my sister's floor. And she she was using a futon at the time. So you'd fallen upon it. Yeah. That's awesome. It it would have been, but I banged my head on the side (laughs) of it. And so I was like, just like slowly in pain. Like, like, why does my neck hurt? I like only got my head on the futon. I got the rest of my body on the floor and my neck like that slammed. Is so unfortunate. Yeah. When you're going to fall that close to a futon, I know. for that to be the outcome yeah. is just unlucky. It's like someone had a big parachute net under the building that I was about to jump from. And, and only your leg fell yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> Did not work as uh, as planned. 
<laughs> Someone's texting in, my boyfriend passed out during a video about surgery in class. That was good. <laughs> I remember another, that does remind me, I was very close to having the same thing happen. I think it was it you that passed out during the video of childbirth. No, I don't think I've ever uh, we seen went a video to, of childbirth. We went to like science works and someone in our class passed out during a video of childbirth. I it was don't a blame boy. Him. Pardon? Yeah, I don't blame him. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we had one for some reason in, I'd say about year nine. Yeah. We were forced to watch a video on STDs. Oh, yeah. And I was so close to throwing up. <laughs> I'm like, why, why make us watch this? I get the lesson, please. And then, for whatever reason... You like, got an STD. <laughs> yeah, and then I threw up. Like, well, didn't teach me anything, and I still threw up. No, I, we were made to watch it again. Really? Yeah, I don't know why this has been a trend through my schooling, but for whatever reason, they'll be like needing half an hour to kill. And it's like, oh, we'll, we'll just make them watch <laughs> we'll that on the horrible STD sex ed video, video again. Yeah, so I've, I've talked about before when in, again, year five, like we had some, uh, some school production and yes. we were watching Richie Rich until our class's turn was to go on. And so the video. Oh, then they put on the Where Do Babies Come From video. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, well, this is a cartoon. Kids will like it. But it was a sex ed bid. <laughs> And then, yeah, you know, the same thing happened, but it was more graphic and about <laughs> sexual diseases. And so luckily I was able to just chat with my friend next to me through the whole second showing because <laughs> I didn't have to focus on it. But, yeah, I was, that was oh, weird choices by uh, our education system. I know. System. Yes, our education system has tried to make us quite unwell. But, yeah, I frequently pass out. In fact, I had an illness for a while that if you breathed in my ear, I would fall over. What? Yeah, like I had a problem with my inner ear. So if like you put air in my ear, yeah. it would like mess with my head and I'd fall over. Because like your ears have to do with your balance. Yeah, that's so right. So you could unbalance me by like sort of talking in my ear. But did you get over this somehow? Or I'm a girl. I also never get headaches. That was another text in. You, well, always, you. you always do that and you just like pause for a moment and then make a almost profound statement. <laughs> and I listen back to the show and I'm like, she didn't explain that that was a text. <laughs> Yes, that was a text in. Sorry. A girl texted in to say she almost never gets headaches. Well, I'm on your side then. Uh, she, maybe later in life she'll uh, get some kind of radical surgery and it'll all become... Uh, <laughs> never mind. What? <laughs> I was trying to say she was going to become a man because she never got any headaches. Oh, I see. All right. Yes. That is the one option. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, Yes, thanks for everyone for texting in. You can do so on 0427 767 767. I'm I, becoming increasingly unwell. <laughs> just did someone like, blow into your inner ear? They must have. Oh. So have you gotten over this illness? Like if I blow into your ear now, does this still occur? No, it doesn't happen now. You missed your boat. So what made you get over it? Um, oh, it just, I had like rocks, like what? <laughs> not like actual rocks from the world, Yeah. but like ear rocks in my ear. That like that's flush themselves thing. out. Yes, it is. It's like this crystallized crap that's in your inner ear. Is this like earwax, but you left it too long and it crystallizes? No, nah, nah, it's just from like your inner ear. So further in than earwax. So is it stuff that has come from the outside world or does it materialize? No, it materializes in your head. You had ear rocks. And so yeah, what? Much. If you, you didn't have some in another ear, like was that? Was that no, you're not happened? meant to have them. So they get in the fluid in your ear and mess up your balance. So how do you fix that? Do you have to take, like, drops or something? No, nah, they just wait for them to disintegrate. So how long was this period where people could have... Like six months, probably. Wow. Yeah. So if there was, like, a big gust of wind, if you I were... I was like, you just down instantly... I go. This is weird. What if, did you have a boyfriend at this time? Ah. Uh... Because, like, I can picture him whispering sweet nothings sweet nothing to you idea. and then you'd just be, like, fainting. I think I did, actually. I think I was going out with the Canadian at the time. Well, that explains a lot. Yeah, I know. They don't whisper sweet nothings, so I was safe. <laughs> 
We've had another text in. I can't read it from here, though. It was triply texted in, so someone's quite excited, saying, I recently passed out at the State Library while I was taking a break from studying and watching a gory bit of Buffy. <laughs> There's a lot of passing out stories today. If, if, if that person's still listening, can you specify which section of Buffy? Because I'd be quite interested to the know. The silent Buffy episode really freaked me out. Hush, I believe. Yeah, hush. Like, I have not recovered from that after oh, really? many years of viewing it. You've still uh, got nightmares of the gentleman. Oh, that really freaked me out. Oh, we really need to go to song. I'm quite unwell. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like when you do eventually pass out, I want to capture it on it. <laughs> All right, this is a Pop Culture by Medeon. Medeon with pop culture on something. Wait, on the prop shows. I was almost <laughs> saying a rival show because we got a text. Rival, please. Well, friend. Okay, a friend of the show, Nick Mason, has texted in saying that he had no work this afternoon. Finally listening to the prop shows. Woo, top shelf, you two. Which uh, is quite the compliment yeah. because he does quite a good show on uh, Sin as well. So 7 check p.m. Out, on Saturday. Check out something completely different, which. Uh, you're listening to Prop Shows all now, not something completely different, as I almost <laughs> We are completely up. different to something completely different. That's true. <laughs> we're, again, with the uh, the paradoxes this episode. But, yeah, I think if this is his first episode listening... And you liked it, then... Then you can uh, check out the podcasts at insaneramblings.net or propshowsall.com. Because I've spent most of the song breaks with my head between my legs. <laughs> I'm not going to uh, try and aim Vicky's vomit like I uh, did. I don't have a sick bag to help her out this <laughs> week. So. I do have experience in that area, but it's not going to come in handy this week. So don't die on me just yet. We've only got a few seconds to go before Feel free I'm... to text in, get well soon, or <laughs> offer to carry me home. And the other text that we got in was from uh, the girl who almost passed out studying or did pass out saying that the one where willow goes crazy and kills the one with warren kills warren with a bullet was where she uh, was what caused her to faint oh can't say i personally know it well don't watch it because you will throw up <laughs> don't watch faint. it right at this moment yes it's a terrible moment to watch it but i feel like even with all this weirdness going on today's show we've learned a lot i feel like we have so uh, why don't we reflect on what we've learned i know that i've learned that Vicky regularly throws up on the way to Sydney. <laughs> I have learned that um, Ben is cold-hearted towards the plights of others. Did you learn that or you already knew that? I relearned it. Oh, okay. I, I revised. <laughs> I've learned that Vicky should not take medicine for fear that it will kill her. <laughs> I've learned that Ben would be an excellent extra on Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, that's true. I've learned that I do have quite good aim <laughs> when being a puppet master of my sister who's about to throw up. <laughs> I've learned that um, STD videos of Ben's kryptonite. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I've learned that an elephant and a T-Rex would become the... Elephantsaurus? No, what was no. it? What did I learn? T-elephant. The T-elephant. Well, elephant. I didn't learn anything. No. Sounds- <laughs> I've learned that even though Ben says he can't do mashups, he can do animal mashups quite well. That's true. That's about my only skill is if you've got two uh, trumpeting sound effects, I can combine them to make a great segment opener. <laughs> and with that, I think that's about all we've learned this week. Yeah, the, uh, well, I've learned I can do a show with my head between my legs. <laughs> the uh, the shout-out that we just gave for something completely different. We had a text in saying, I'm at the House of Sin, and Callum turned down the radio just as you were giving me a shout-out. Perfect. So... Uh, <laughs> 
I still say you should go listen to that show because uh, they do quite a good job. But come back and listen again next week on the Prop Show Source, Sundays <laughs> at 1 o'clock, because we do an awesome job as well. <laughs> Feel free to text in something you want me to eat or drink before next week's show. Is that a segment? <laughs> yeah. We can start doing experiments to see how sick I can get How to try and kill show. Vicky every week. Yeah, just to see if I can make it through. Mm. And, well, I feel like next week we've got to finally get to some more advice. So uh, we didn't have time this week. So write in at insaneramblings.net. You can find all our email addresses there. And you can, uh, we'll give you some advice next week. Mm-hmm. And thanks everyone for listening. Go check out all our podcasts online, our previous episodes. And uh, any final words before we sign off, Vicky? Uh. <laughs> Did you make it through the hour? Did you uh, survive? I have survived. I have survived the hour. Well, that's good. Here is your final mashup for the day Jay Z and Linkin Park with Numb slash Encore. We'll see you next week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Far too kind. Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. Uh, 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 yeah. uh. Now what the hell are you waiting for? After me, there should be no more. So for one last time, nigga, make some noise. Get him, Jay. Who you know fresher than whole? Riddle me that. The rest of y'all know where I'm lyrically yeah. Can none of y'all mirror me back? Yeah, hear me rap, it's like hand G rapping is prime. I'm young HO, raps grateful dead. Back to take over the globe, now break bread. I'm in Boeing Jets, Global Express. Out the country, but the blueberries still connect. On the low, but the yacht got a triple deck. But when you young, what the fuck you expect? Yep, yep. Grand opening, grand closing. Goddamn, your manhole crack the can open again. Who you gonna find open a hand with no pen? Just draw inspiration. So you gonna see you can't replace him with cheap imitations of these generations. Sing ramblings.